The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's get to this because certainly it was making news over the weekend. The Edmonton Eskimos organization has removed kick returner Christian Jones from the team roster following that homophobic tweet that he sent out on Saturday evening. In his tweet, Jones says, quote, man ain't supposed to be with a man. A woman is not supposed to be with another woman. But it didn't end there. Over the course of the next couple of hours, he set out, sent out about 50 more tweets in response to comments doubling down on his initial one. He deleted the tweet on Sunday afternoon, posted an apology, and a short time later, word that the Eskimos had released him. Janice Irwin is the NDP MLA for Edmonton Highlands Norwood, who is also a gay rights activist. She says the initial tweet was disturbing and offered to help educate Jones about LGBTQ issues. Uh, Janice Irwin joining us this afternoon. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, thanks for having me, Jalen. Oh, all right, so let's start and, and go back. I, I, I woke up on Sunday morning, rolled over like I do scroll, scroll through Twitter, and I saw it, and I just uh, rolled my eyes, shook my head, and I thought to myself, uh-oh, uh, what, what are you thinking? Uh, Janice, give us an idea of what went through your mind when you saw that. Yeah, you know, I was I was initially disturbed, which is why I um, which I, is why I weighed in on uh, on it quite late into the evening, as you as you refer to. <laughs> and uh, you know, um, I just I shared with him. I said, you know, you play you play a few blocks from my house at Commonwealth Stadium, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm really proud to represent this community. But those sorts of beliefs just really aren't um, welcome here. We're kind, we're welcoming, we challenge homophobia, we ch- challenge racism, we challenge sexism when we when we see and hear them, and so. Um, I just kind of wanted to weigh in and let him know that, um, you know, this is this is not us. And uh, as you said, I really wanted to view it as a as a teaching, a learning opportunity. Perhaps it's the teacher and me, right? But I made it <laughs> clear um, Saturday, and then on Sunday morning, uh, you know, a number of media outlets reached out to me and and mm-hmm. wanted my perspective. And Jalen, I just I made it really clear that I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't calling for his um, release for him to be fired, mm-hmm. not at all. Um, I was uh, really hopeful that he would, you know, apologize quite quickly and that he'd be willing to learn and to grow and, and you know, perhaps even meet with me. Um, unfortunately, the, the Eskimos organization made the call to let him go. And, and in fact, in, in fairness to the president of the Eskimos, he did reach out to me. And, you know, I, I echoed my comments that I, I certainly wasn't calling for his release, but um, it's their decision, right? So, um so in the can end, I ask uh, you a little? Can I ask you a little bit more about what that conversation sounded like? Yeah, well, and in fact, I was at I was in the middle of the Black Trans Lives uh, Matter rally uh, in downtown Edmonton. So, uh-huh. uh, uh, so I had to step away from that. And I, I, you know, I said I appreciate you calling and reaching out. That you know that says says a lot about your organization. Um, uh, but like I said, I reiterated that you know I wasn't calling for his dismissal, and he he acknowledged that, but said you know it's. That's the, 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 you know, they stand for diversity and they stand for inclusion. And that was the, that was the call um, that they wanted to make. Was the apology good enough, Janice? Uh, you know, I, I really want to, um, you know, I really want to believe that uh, Mr. Jones um, made his comments out of, out of ignorance, right? Not out of, out of true hate. Uh, you know, I, I want to believe that he perhaps thinks he hasn't, um, you know, met members from our community and and uh and just truly doesn't doesn't understand and so when he responded and said you know 
uh, Janice, you're right. It's an opportunity to mm-hmm. grow and to learn. I, I truly want to, to give them that grace. Uh, It it came on uh, Global Pride Day and Pride Month in Alberta. It shows, uh, I think, and certainly by uh, the reaction on our text line to this story. And, you know, you always say, don't read the comments, but then you read the (laughs) comments, Janice. And it's like, oh, my gosh, why did I do that? Um, You know, we've come a long way, but there's there's still a long way to go. And when you reached out to Mr. Jones, you had said that you'd wanted to, you know, educate him on the issues of the community uh, in your constituency. What are some of those issues that you would have talked to him about? Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, uh, as I stated, I mean, Commonwealth Stadium is just a few blocks from my Mm -hmm. house. And uh, I can tell you, Dylan, you know, I've knocked on a whole lot of doors in my neighborhood and I've met a whole heck of a lot of football fans (laughs) who are were proud to support me and to put a, a sign on their lawn, uh, it, you know, showing their visible support for me, knowing uh, knowing fully well that I'm a I'm an openly um, you know gay gay woman, and uh, mm-hmm. and so you know again I just I know that that's not our community, and um, I know that Mr. Jones, if 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 given the chance, he would really be able to um, to meet a lot of people from our community who come from you know very diverse backgrounds and have incredibly powerful stories, right? And, and particularly, you said it's global pride time, but it's also, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's also a lot of conversations happening now with, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Absolutely. And how, you know, the need for intersectionality in our approach has never been, has never been bigger, right? So it's a call for, you know, for, for white um, cisgender people like me to, to step back and to amplify other voices and we, we've seen a lot where we've seen you know members of black and racialized communities reach out to um the lgbtq community and vice versa right and that and yeah. those are the kinds of things that should be happening we should be really um uniting and building as opposed to um dividing and attacking each other what do you think this does? And, and I look at this coming from a, a professional athlete. Um, I, I saw him play in a Sugar Bowl years back down in, in, in New Orleans and, you know, I've watched him uh, on the field in Edmonton. I, I wonder what this does for, you know, um, maybe other um, gay professional athletes who still do not feel comfortable enough uh, to come out uh, to, um, to to live their life that they want to because of maybe the, the sentiment that is still in professional sports. I mean, I, I think that that is still a, a bit of a last bastion that needs to be broken down. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you're right. I think there still is. And, and you know, since, um, since engaging in this conversation, I've had a lot of folks reach out to and just say, you know, there's, there is just so much um, entrenched uh, homophobia and transphobia still in, in professional sports. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I think for me, the, the bigger concern, which is why I even jumped in to begin with, is that, you know, he, he's somebody with a platform. He's somebody with yeah. profile. He's somebody that mm-hmm. young people look up to, right? And mm-hmm. so, so my point to him and to anybody who would, would, you know, spew homophobic comments like that is, you know, think about think about the young queer person who loves football and loves you, mm-hmm. but is struggling with their sexuality or yeah. their, their identity. You know, what kind of message are you sending to that person? 
and that's harmful, right? And this is this is why um, this is why I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad we're we're engaging in these conversations, and this is why I'm glad um, you know the football organization seems to be taking this seriously. Um, but I think there's still, as you said, Jalen, a lot more work to be done, particularly when it comes to dismantling these structures that um, uh, that really um, allow homophobia to 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 persist throughout professional sports. You know, the CFL, you know, they, they you know, proudly um, changed um, their logo on Twitter to, you know, had the, the rainbow um, uh, logo over the past uh, number, over the past month. We know there's the diversity of strength t-shirts, all of that. The CFL commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, yesterday saying, you know, our league makes no claim on perfection, but it does strive to be inclusive, to accept and indeed celebrate our differences and respect and honor human rights. You said more still needs to be done. What more needs to be done what would you like to see if, if you had a, a bullet point list of things Janice <laughs> where can where can we start great question well and you know what you make a really good point because um, we did see you know whether or not people agree with it we did see the CFL take um, and, and the Eskimos organization take prompt action on this and and uh, let's be fair this was more action than was taken on uh, Jason Kenny speechwriter who continues to view <laughs> homophobic, mm. hateful, racist comments. And these aren't, we're not talking about 20 years ago. We're talking about as recently as just a couple of years ago, right? So so we're seeing leadership from um, some areas, um, but, you know, again, we've got, I think it's important to, to, to point out that we've got a government that um, uh, that is that is allowing these kind of attitudes to persist as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of things, I will I will say, you know, the, the name change is something that has come up a whole lot, Jalen. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Because again, you're, oh, you know, yep. the organization is is claiming to be uh, a leader when it comes to inclusion and diversity, and uh, I do I do hope that those conversations around the name of of the uh, football team will persist um, because or will will grow, I should say, um, because I've had a number of folks reach out to me and say, okay, they're taking a step uh, when it comes to homophobia. Now, what about racism, right? Um, so that's why you know I encourage yep. the uh, I encourage the team to continue to um, engage in those conversations as well, even though they they can be challenging. Um, and and just you know truly you know truly engage in in the work that needs to be done as an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's more that that's more than just uh, you know offering a workshop on diversity and inclusion. <laughs> um, you know, it's about um, it's about truly honoring uh, LGBTQ two S plus perspectives in their organization. It's about um, hiring employees who identify as such, right? It's about speaking well, out when they when they hear homophobic <laughs> comments. It's about challenging locker room talk. I mean, the list goes on. Mm. Yeah, and here's the thing, and I, and I think there are so many workplaces out there right now, given what has happened over the past couple of months, so many workplaces that are taking a much closer look at the way that they operate and the way that they do daily business. And this, um, you know, you know, th- th- there's just a there's just a lot of looking into the mirror right now there has to be and say how can we be better what can we do better and hopefully we continue to see positive change janice before i let you go i know um i don't even have to look at my text line right now and there'll be people saying hey he was just stating his opinion what's the matter with that free speech and and i'm gonna let you answer that because you're my guest (laughs) yeah no thanks and and truly you know i've obviously received uh you know you and i have have talked about this on air before i've i've received a lot of uh hateful comments um and again i i I make it very clear that i never once called for his his firing or for his release um i 
you know, I really did look forward to kind of being able to meet with him and, and talk with him. And who knows, maybe that could still happen. Um, but this idea that, you know, he's free to express his opinion, free speech. Um, yes, absolutely. Free speech is, uh, is something that we all um, support here in, in Canada. But um, basic human rights, we've also got a thing, uh, you know, we've, we've got a thing called yeah. basic human rights. And that includes um, the protections for LGBTQ2S plus rights. And so, um, you know, how I live my life. Um, and who I love is, is not a matter of opinion. It, it's not up for debate. That's, that's been settled. And, uh, and so that argument, uh, Jalen, just doesn't hold water. Janice, always good to talk to you. Thank you uh, for uh, making some time for us this afternoon. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thanks for having this conversation.